2: what are you really gambling with? Here's Equinox, the
0: big white face. On Equinox, the son of San Black, he's in the clear. It's going to be such an easy win, indeed, into the closing stages. It's Equinox under Christophe Lamero, It's a champion jockey, a champion horse. Up to the line, Equinox wins it from Liberty Island in second, stars on earth, King total. Holder next, with Resurrección. It honestly then feels then like the down down race down. caller fell ill and they plucked a random out of the crowd. And who did it? If that was the case, he did a good job. He well, does it every weekday, this bloke.
2: We, we know that <laughs> he's a he's regular
0: caller. We, it's not like it's not like they just got him uh, to do it on um, Japan Cup day. We we hear a little bit about him.
2: Well, we know the Felgate's open doors wherever they go. You know, there's not there's not a lock or key that keeps them out, right? Of 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 anywhere that uh, Michael and and Jackie go. I wonder if maybe our our, our man Michael got a couple of sakis into the race caller before the race. And maybe just got him off kilter a little.
0: Did you corrupt the race caller, Michael?
1: Sounded like he needed a couple of psyches, to be honest. <laughs> uh, good morning, boys. And there has been a big groundswell of support over here to say let's do a GoFundMe and get Matt Hill over here to call next year's Japan <laughs> Cup. Just without bringing this guy out to
0: try, who is the race caller? No, I don't know. Okay, don't let's, know his name. Let's move and on. I think
1: that's why we don't know his name. Um, the atmosphere there was phenomenal yesterday. But in... Look, in, in a little bit of deference to the, the caller, who is the regular Japanese caller, it is a different atmosphere over here. It is a, a an atmosphere of respect and almost a lot of silence. There's not a lot of yelling and yahooing that goes on at the races. Yesterday's Japan Cup, there was quite a lot of um, build-up. It was like a Melbourne Cup wall when the gates opened because the anticipation for Equinox, which... We didn't hear last year, and where we were standing, there was a lot of people that were cheering throughout the entire race. But other than that, it is quite incredible when you walk around the race course, the silence that is on the, the course. It is basically very quiet, a little bit like Japanese society itself. When you walk around um, Tokyo, there's a population of of 13 million people in Tokyo, which is almost half the population of Australia, yet it is the most quiet and respectful place. We get yelled at quite a lot, calm down, because we're a bunch of rowdy Australians where we go out. Um and it's similar on a race track. It is not a social experience where people go to have um drinks and catch up. It is a place where people want to go and watch the horses punt and find a winner. And yesterday it was even more so. I I found it fascinating. I went for a great walk around the track and watched everyone at the mounting yard wanting to get a peek of these horses. I spoke to a young um japanese girl who would have been in her 20s um in broken english and said how excited are you to be here and she said it is unbelievable and i said are you you so happy to see equinox and she said yes but she said i'm very keen to see the french horse in the japan cup as well they know they're racing and they love it you know it was it was just an unbelievable experience to be witness to that yesterday
2: they they seem to really worship those elite performers and looking from afar equinox but in particular has achieved that level of reverence where, you know, you, the crowd is there to see, to witness him, to experience him as much as anything else. Would that would that be right? Was that was that the vibe yesterday?
1: A hundred percent. I mean, he was a dollar thirty favourite, so he yeah. was probably one of those ones where there was. It reminded me of Winks and Black Caviar in recent times, and and in the end, it was almost a little bit like the Macauley Diva third Melbourne Cup after mm. the race with Christophe maire bringing him back along the crowd and him bursting into tears because of the emotion and the pressure of everything. It felt like one of those really special moments. And most people think that's probably the last time we'll get to see him. I know they haven't declared that. There's some hope that he'll have one more run on on Christmas Eve. But I think most people feel that that's the last time we're going to see um, Equinox. And what a way to go out with his sixth Group 1 win. And the um Japan Racing Club they could have they could have sold 160,000 tickets that's how many people applied for the tickets mm. but I was talking yesterday to one of the officials and there's still a little bit of I suppose covid um concern here they capped the tickets at at 85,000 and what they normally do is it's $2 a ticket they <laughs> they increased the price to $10 a ticket local um because they thought if we're going to have 85,000 people here we want to make sure that um we can make some money out of it but um, when you think of what we spend uh, or what we charge during our spring carnival um, it's it's very very basic fare because you're not getting anything other than just the racetrack experience. There's no marquees there are, there's no fine dining um, there's um, local sushi stores, there's a Burger King you can get a couple of beers um, but it is very very um, much um, racing punting and that is it. There is no Outside atmosphere at the race course and and that almost is is from a racing point of view special. We walked into the truck yesterday and there was um, about one hundred people queuing up to get a photo with a horse and We walked over there and said whats what 's this horse and It was an old retired horse who had been a group one winner that they just had in a in a horse stall there, um, not a superstar but a group one winner, and they were all here like um, taking photos and selfies with this horse because they're like, oh, we've got to see this quick one winner that's on track today.
0: Yeah, that's amazing. If the Incredible is, respect, isn't it? If they send Armand Eye to Equinox, the foal might be born with wings. Um, if only it was that simple in the breeding world, Mr. Hmm. Loneva Park. Uh, yes. Uh, how do the times Equinox is, is running compared to Frankel or Winks? It's a bit apples and oranges, but I think they'd be yeah. thunderously, uh, you know, smashing the clock. There's no doubt about that. Uh, is it a... Uh I'm not sure it's a race day that I would totally enjoy if it's all that sort of sombre, silent, sort of no bars and sort of... And and being the 12th of 12 races, Michael, is it
1: a long day? Oh, uh, yes, it is. And, look, I'll be brutally honest with you, we didn't get to the track until race number five because the first race is on at 9.30am local time. Um, So race 1, 9.30, race um, uh, 12 of 12 at 340 and that's because of we're almost in winter in jap in japan so it gets very dark very quickly but um a lot of people still hung around for the presentation ceremony um but it's like when we had that debate in, in melbourne about do we put our group on races as the last race i think it almost lost a little bit because a lot of people do leave and you've got the the world's best horse arguably the greatest horse japan's ever seen um and not everyone remained on course for the presentation um, and um, the post-race press conferences which they set up in the mounting yard. What I will say is I got to go down into the mounting yard for race number seven where um, the half-sister to Equinox um, was in the mounting yard. And Christophe Lemaire was riding. We had a chat with Christophe. Um, the half-sister got beaten, actually, at $1.50, unfortunately, for those who took the multi into Equinox. <laughs> um, but. Ah, <laughs> um,
0: uh, the multi disease continues in the northern hemisphere, correct?
1: For yep. Correct. But it was so quiet. And uh, Danny O'Brien came down there um, and he was chatting to a few of the local trainers. We saw um, uh, Mr. Yahagi down there and a few others. But we were both commenting on how little atmosphere there was. It was so quiet and it was so well organized, but there wasn't a buzz, which is what we get in Melbourne during the Spring Cardinal because for for the Japanese Racing Association, the Japanese racing fans, it's not about um, hype and buzz. It's about just the actual performance. So it is such a stark difference to an Australian race day. Met a couple of Aussie boys who were there. Um, good listeners to RSN as well. Had a chat to them. So uh, definitely put it on your bucket list. It is a a race meeting that you want to go to, but it's not a Royal Ascot. I've never been to a Kentucky Derby, but I can tell you it would be nothing like that and it wouldn't be like a a Hong Kong um, international meeting. It is a different atmosphere, but it is certainly one that is for a racing lover and a racing purist, a race not to be missed.
0: What about away from the track, uh, Blue Eyes? Is it... Like, people that come to the Melbourne Spring, they can't believe that racing's front page of the paper on leads the news bulletins and the like. But what about um, Tokyo, the city in general? Is it um, caught up in Japan Cup fever leading up to the race meeting?
1: Well, I think it's a little bit like um, Melbourne because it's, it's only a small snapshot of what the entire city is. To be honest... I haven't seen much in the papers other than in the sports section, Uh, and look, I haven't seen this morning's papers here. Um, We've seen a few big billboards advertising that Equidox and the Japan Cup is on, but we haven't seen too much in regards to um, blanket coverage. Um, Actually, I'm just going to walk over now and have a look at the Japan papers that are down here in the breakfast area, Um, and... He's certainly not on the front page. Um, yeah, there's a story on the back page. Okay, but Equinox dominant in Japan Cup. So, um, I see it's it's not as big as what it would be if you want to make the comparison to Melbourne, because our biggest race is saturated in general media. But over here, um, he's getting back page coverage, not front page coverage. <laughs>
0: All right. Well, it's big, but it sort of doesn't burst out of its own bubble a little bit. And I think Royal Ascot's a bit the same here. We, you know, front, back, mid, all sorts of things in the papers. So we do have a very special relationship between the racing and the media here. Uh, Hey, uh, Michael, thanks, mate. Uh, We'll see you when you get back. And, uh, yeah, I think the replay of the Japan Cup's going to get quite a few runs from, uh, from the racing fans around the world. It was absolutely amazing.
1: Uh, good on you, boys. And um, there's been a lot of talk over here about the Kilmore situation. So, looking forward to you discussing that as well. Oh, just a um, just a
0: quick one on, on Equinox with Danny O'Brien there. What was his? Did you get a, his first impression of it, e- Equinox when when he crossed the line? What was Danny from a yeah, horse stand, trainer's point stand, of view?
1: I was standing next to him, and he he was just like, "Wow, what have we seen? How lucky are we to see that?" Mm. Uh, he was he was buzzing. He said, "That's one of the best performances we've ever seen." Um, mm he was relating it to um, you know the likes of Frankel and Flightline that we were discussing yesterday that, that these world-class modern horses and it's not forget too. Danny made the salient point when we were talking after race that Australia isn't that far behind if you want to take a line through Liberty Island who is a daughter of Yankee Rose that we've we've got the bloodlines that are possible to breed a horse that could be competitive like this mm. if we have the right scenario. Like Yankee Rose is an Aussie horse that um, is now the mum of the horse that ran second to the, the freak of Japan racing. So there is that sharky, you would know better than me, that glimmer of hope that we've got a lot of the Japanese stallion influence in Australia now. That We've got some mares. Danny O'Brien said he sold Shamrocker who went to Shaddai Stud over here and a few of his good mares that have come over to Japan. So There is the chance and the opportunity that we've got the bloodlines that could produce, maybe not an equinox, but these horses that could be competitive on the world stage with these super strong Japanese bloodlines.
0: I see a fierce impact plug coming up here.
2: (laughs) Well, it's not only... Like Kittasan Black, we've got a... There's a breeder who's got a Kittasan Black... Philly on our property at the moment. It'd be the only Kitasan Black foal in Australia, I would hazard a guess. But border mare in Japan got it covered by Kitasan Black with that dream of producing a horse or having something that could, you know, one day maybe get anywhere near what Equinox has got. You know, that, that connection point is why he sent the mare there.
0: Well, maybe we um, can breed them, but can we prepare them and preserve them and get the best out of them? Can we can we get them through the system like well, the Japanese do?
2: We've got some incredible horsemen and women here that I'm sure if they were given the right horse, like the right opportunity, like uh, anything's possible. But, he had, but the, he had the, the had seven, Japanese... Seven star starts breed.
0: Equinox. Do we have a trainer in this country that would, would play that sort of a game with a, with a top class horse? And you know, it's it's apples and oranges. Can we can can we do what they do? They have high attrition as well, so it's an interesting comparison.
2: But what we what we're seeing now, and and we've sort of watched from afar, the Japanese thoroughbred evolution when they went and recruited horses like Yankee Rose and stallions from all over the world to go to Japan, improve their stocks. Now, after years of them, particularly Australasia, Asia dominating that scene, their stallions are now filtering out. You know, Satono Aladdin is airborne in in new zealand you know lands there because probably not a commercial obvious home for him in australia which is what does that say about our mm. breeding he's going well stefanos same story new zealand he's starting to really get a roll on and get some momentum up maurice here in australia bish their, their reach now it's it's coming back the other way they were grabbing everything hey to we'll let you go mickey uh, we'll talk to you when get way. back
0: yeah that's exactly right um And as you say, there's more and more of them, and it's not just the... Like, Maurice was a a champion horse on the track. He's probably one of the bigger names coming out here, but the likes of Real Steel as well, Yeah, some of these other horses that um, are giving
2: options. And they're not in Like, Maurice was a great horse, but you can't compare him to, to this horse... We saw yesterday. Yeah, it's it's globally significant the Equinox performance. Like, yeah. Forget about. Uh, I know it's a bit of a quiet. Well, it's, spot set a, now. it's
0: set a bar for others to aspire ah. to, and it's about how you aspire to get to that bar. I Remember, Felgate and I were doing the Easter Ealing sale, and we interviewed John Massara, who's got Morris, and he said his dream as a breeder, because he was talking about Equinox at the time, he said, "My fantasy, my dream, my ambition is to create the perfect horse," mm. and he said, "The way, the only way I can do that is through Japanese blood." So that was, he knew, he knows. Yeah, at, and at, at what Libby Island shows is it works with Australian mayors as well. Mm. So he's on the right track. We're due for a break, boys. I just want to read out a couple of SMSs. This is going to take us up to nine. Kieran Ma was going to join us before, but we got Equinoxed. So he's going mm. to come on after. But I'm fascinated... Uh, to hear from who I regard as the world's greatest trainer at the moment, Kieran Mar What does he make? I mean, he had Hototsu, son of Morris. So what did he think of Equinox? Can he make an Equinox? Uh, 221 for 2,400 metres. Equinox would have won the Caulfield Cup by 30 lengths. Even Liberty Island's best 2,400 metres for yesterday would have put it over 20 lengths of, in front of without a fight. Slight apples and oranges. They do have a rolling start timing system, but it gives you an idea. Apparently, the Japanese don't spell their horses, keeping them in work throughout the winter, etc. cetera. Hitotsu could have been anything is an SMS here. And there's a heap about track preparation and track cancellations, and that's going to be one of the big talking points today. And we want to hear from you because there's some so many interesting SMSs. 0416905052, anything but thinking a little bit more about the uh, track cancellation issue. Matt Welsh is going to join us from RV a little bit later on give us a bell uh, and let us know have a chat 1300 652927 Juppy was on with the brecky guys earlier and I think he summed it up and we'll, we'll play a replay of his little grab as well uh, Juppy the bookmaker anyway let's uh, let's take a break in t- and that'll take us into the news and then when we come out we're going to have a chat to Kieran Ma.